What up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 15 of RPG and Chill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did it. Clap for Aaron. Yeah. Aaron can count. Uh, this is your weekly podcast about role-playing games and chilling, and there's, like, nice music in the background. I'm your host, Aaron Muller, alongside the dreamboat of Scoot Gang, a flirple. Hello. And uh, we're just here to talk about some video games. We're going to chill for a little bit. We're going to RPG a little bit. And then uh, we'll get out of your hair. You know what I'm saying, Flips? Yeah, we're actually going to start role-playing on the podcast. (laughs) It's going to get crazy. It's going to get real weird. We're going to get real weird up in this bitch. Yeah. I want to start off this podcast with uh, a little uh, PSA for the listeners. Right. Well, that's I play- pronounced pizza. Pizza for for anyone I, who isn't that good at English. We play Final Fantasy fourteen here at Scoot Gang. I do. I play Final Fantasy fourteen, and sometimes people join me. If you, I pay for Final Fantasy. You pay 14, for Final Fantasy, but you but don't I play. I don't it. play it. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, if you would like to play with your boy, then one, join the Scoot Gang Discord link in the description. Do that. That's most important. But also, I am on uh, switched servers. I'm now on the Primal Data Center, and I'm on uh, Ultros, the server. So, if you don't, if you've got a character there, or you haven't started and you're thinking about starting, make a character there, we can play together. That's my small PSA, because I'm going to talk a little bit about Final Fantasy XIV, and sometimes people have asked where i play so i i have a psa yeah let's hear it aaron abandoned me i okay no not what happened all right so are you talking about the fact that i switched servers yeah okay so flurple one everyone got real into final fantasy 14 for a whole three days and i'm in this for the long haul so uh evan and morgan and you and me you and i were the ones playing the most but evan and morgan both said they were gonna play so did fearless a bunch of the people in our discord and then uh nobody logged on and nobody wanted to play with me uh so i uh bought the character boost and a story skip for primal ultros which is where friend of the show mikey or keylock plays and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go play with Mikey because I know he plays. <laughs> I do want to say the the main reason I stopped playing was because I had to drop an ungodly amount of hours into Persona 5. Yes. And then you told me that you would end me yes. if I played any other game before I finished Persona 5. Yes. So I was legally obligated well, not legally, but like, uh, yeah, corporally obligated so that I didn't die to finish Persona 5. And also, like, just replaying the story was a slog because I've already done it. Mm-hmm. Like, I played through the Heavensward stuff. So I was just like, this is so, actually a little bit of a chore. Still game. Because you know? I, like, I knew all the story beats and everything. You get, you get one of those character transfers when I'm done with Heavensward. We can play through all the all the new stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Look I mean, that. I'll look into it. Yeah. You know what? We'll see. Flipple, I 
I owe you money. I will pay you back that money. Who doesn't? And, and who doesn't hold owe on, me money hold on. in this I owe Discord? You, I owe you like $20. I know. I'm just fucking with you. I'll pay you back the $20 and I'll buy you a, a character transfer for your Dragoon. No, you're good. You gotta do that. No, but I want to play with you. Yeah, but, you know, you don't have to do that. That's too bad. It's happening. This is, a, this is a really weird conversation to have on a podcast. Hey, who Not cares? Gonna lie. <laughs> who cares? This podcast is whatever we want it to be, Flurple. I'm not going to let you do it. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, because I switched I servers. I appreciate the thought, though. Thank you. I Because I switched servers, I've been able to try out a bunch of different classes because I bought a level 70 like a uh, level skip for a dragoon so i have i am a level 70 dragoon and that uh opened up a bunch of stuff um for me to grab a bunch of new classes that i haven't tried yet because i've only ever played black mage so uh i grabbed also the gunblade because a big fan of that and then i also just recently today grabbed samurai and uh, i gotta be honest I might like Samurai more than I like Gunblade, which honestly hurts me a little bit. But I don't like I don't I don't get it. I don't get Gunblade. I'm yeah, I don't I don't even know how Gunblade works. That's the, that's it's a, a tank. Was that a Shadowbringer class? Or it's the a, one br it's a brand. No, it's a brand. It is Shadowbringer class. Okay. Uh, it is a brand. It is a brand new tank class that um it's supposed to be like squall right yeah and so you use a bunch of combos to like um it's got like it's got high dps for a tank and you use like combos to do like a, a bunch of damage but then also like those you can use you use combos to gain what are called cartridges and then you expend those cartridges with other skills um it works a little bit similar to Samurai, but Samurai is different in a way I'll get into in a second. But I don't like how I want to do more. I guess I just don't like that. It's a tank, I think, is my biggest problem. OK, yo, because you just wanted to like you just want to shell out some damage. You I want to like also have responsibility. No, I don't want to like. It's very slow. It's a very slow class, as I assume tanks are. Because they got it. Depending. I don't know. Like I... WoW Wa Wa has a really good balance in their tank classes um, mm -hmm. to fit like pretty much every playstyle. That that's why I was making the joke about it being about respons wanting to have responsibility. Sure. You know, because like if you want responsibility, it, there's a there's a tank to fit your playstyle in sure. World of Warcraft. Yeah. I just want like I don't I don't I don't know I can't put it to words why it's not like jiving with me um but samurai in the like hour that I played of it today already I was like oh I dig this um because samurai in this in the same sort of like you gain you use combos to gain a thing. I don't know what it's called. I've played it for like an hour, but it's a little like symbol. 
you gain and you can use those to perform like really like uh strong attacks but it's like multiple different combos achieve the different like three symbols that you get that glow up that or the glow and then once all three of those go you can attack do like your your best move or you can do a specific two of them for one move or one of them for a move like it's it's very variable which i like a lot more than just um oh i've got two cartridges now i can do this this, this attack you know okay that that so that explains why um because you know i like the uh the sort of ruthless efficiency of games mm -hmm. and we've talked about this before sometimes I that gets the best of me and I become actually less efficient at playing a game by <laughs> uh -huh. trying to be efficient at playing a game. Uh-huh. Um but uh I've I've like looked up the rotations and stuff for those new classes that I haven't played and there's like there's a very optimal way to play samurai and it is complicated. Mm -hmm. Complicated as fuck. But mm okay that and how you explained how the class plays that makes sense then because you can like sometimes do two attacks or just do the one big one or yeah, do this it's like uh i it is very it's what i liked about uh black mage was that it felt very simple to understand but very deep like very like there are, obviously there are a lot of variations and obviously playing for an hour i'm not doing shit the optimum way but i felt like i was getting a handle on it as i was progressing um just mm -hmm. for the minimal amount of playtime i spent with it whereas for the like couple of hours i played as gunblade i i always felt like i couldn't find my footing on how i should be playing and that just like threw me off a little bit like almost that it was too slow that you couldn't get into a groove yeah yeah i just i didn't know where to find like because it was it's very obvious coming from black mage because black mage has a timer that pops down when you need to switch between your astral fly fire and your umbra umbral ice when you need to switch okay. between those two um for those that don't know or haven't listened to a previous episode, Black Mage in Final Fantasy XIV, your Astral Fire phase uh, doubles the MP cost of spells, but your damage also increases. And then uh, switching to Umbral Ice uh, like uh, tr doubles or triples the uh, your MP regen, but uh, your damage goes down. So you switch between those of... I'm going to do a fuck ton of damage and then I'm going to switch to ice and then wait for my MP to come back and then switch back. And then it's a lot of switching back and forth between those two phases. And then um, each of those phases on the little like sign that you've got has like a, a 15 second timer going down there. Like if you don't use an ice spell during this 15 seconds, uh, your ice phase will go away. Or if you don't use a fire spell, your fire will go away, right? So mm -hmm. it was very easy to understand the rhythm of that class because it's like, okay, okay, okay. Or or just watching your MP go down, right? My MP is going down and I'm, and I'm going down and then the minute it gets to a certain point where I can't cast uh, a ton of spells anymore, I switch to ice. 
uh, do ice spells until that comes back up, maybe do some status effect spells in between that moment because I don't want to waste my fire, uh, my MP during my fire phase because I want that to be strictly all damage. So I use the ice phase to do maybe like some status effect spells or uh, some other just general like protection spells because you've got a couple of those as Black Mage and then switch back. And it was just like, I don't know. I understood that groove very, very easily. Um, and I, I didn't when getting into Gunblade. Yeah, and that's sort of how MMOs work in my experience is the new classes. And I, I don't even know, how long has Shadowbringers been out? Uh, Almost a year. Oh, okay. Well then, I you know, I, I can't give them... I can't give him the uh, the benefit of the doubt that I was going to give him hmm. um, because usually like the new class for an expansion sucks mm -hmm. for a bit, like for a, for a few months after release. Once like they have a lot of eyes on it, a lot of people playing with that class and then it gets a it gets a, like a mild rework and then it plays really well after from that point on, you know. Also, but if it's been out for a year, it's July, I'd be like, mm. July 2nd, 2019 is when Shadowbringers came out. Uh, I don't know if I would put this on a fault of the developers. I would be way more inclined to say that I'm just an idiot. And that I can't find the groove because I'm not smart. Sure. I mean, uh, what I'm getting at, though, is Black Mage has been in the game oh, sure. since release. Sure. And I and I, I guarantee that it's had several reworks, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as, as the game has progressed. And that's why it feels so smooth and intuitive. Sure. Um, I'm de like, I'm definitely not trying to say like, oh, Squeenix devs are bullshit and they can't figure out how to make a... Uh, Gun, what gun, was the class called? Gunblade. Gun, Gunblade work properly, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that it it hasn't gotten a bunch. Like every time you do a rework, it's going to smooth out that class a little bit more, right? Sure. Every single time, so it just hasn't it just hasn't had that opportunity to have as many reworks as mm -hmm. those like starting classes have had. Sure. Yeah, but I just like I think it's just not like. There's something about it that's not linking up with me personally on how I played. And then I tried Dragoon for a while, but I didn't ever get to really, because I immediately went to Heavensward, which is all level 50 stuff, or level Heavensward is level 50 to 60, right? Um, uh, and I'm level 70. I was smashing fools. So I don't feel like I got the chance to really like test. I was just using like one skill and they'd die. So I wasn't ever getting the chance to like really like figure it out because uh, no encounter, sure. no encounter lasted long enough for me to like really be like, OK, what the fuck am I doing? These things mm -hmm. are going off and I don't know what's happening here. It was just like, oh, this encounter's over. OK, cool. See you later. <laughs> yeah. And like my my main class back when I played before you got into it and everything was a dragoon mm -hmm. and man their jumps are so fun yeah and like and they're like their evasiveness and stuff because like so this, there's like the thing in mmos where it's like just don't stand in shit 
Yeah. Like, you can... Anyone can beat any encounter if everyone in the group just decides to pull their head out of their ass and just not stand in shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's all that's all there really is to it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if Retail WoW does it, but I know Final Fantasy XIV, back when I played and still does, telegraph stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, you know it is going to be under you before it is under you. Mm-hmm. So there, there's almost no excuse, right? Yeah. If you're paying attention, and dragoons have, um, they have one jump that they, they have a few jumps, or back back in Heavensward, they had a few jumps that would like close close the gap, mm-hmm. like put you back on the boss from wherever you were. Yeah. Um, and then they had a, another jump that was on a shorter cooldown than the other two that would throw you back really far. Yeah, I saw. So as long as you positioned yourself right, so that like you knew you weren't like if you jumped back twenty yards or whatever it is, you wouldn't fall off a cliff or something, mm-hmm. like fall out of bounds and kill yourself. Um, anytime you got telegraphed, you could just press that button and avoid mm-hmm. damage. So like when when dragoons would die in like primal fights and stuff, it was just like, what are you doing, like? Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is press a button. When I was playing the two jumps, and I may have just not seen the another one, there was one that it would send you to the boss. You would jump from a distance to the boss, do a do an attack like it was an attack, and then it would send you back to where you were. So it was like a it was like a jump attack, and Mm -hmm. then there was the like retreat jump basically that like send you very far back i don't ever remember one that just like kept me at the at a at uh an enemy yeah so i think and my recollection might not be correct but there there's the one that you jump and then go back to where you were Mm -hmm. there's the one that throws you just backwards it's like elusive jump or something that Mm -hmm. just throws you backwards and there's one i think it's the last one you get um and you, I mean, you should have it on that character because you're higher level than I was. I'm an but idiot. But it, it takes you to the boss and it sticks you there. Got it. Okay. I'm sure it was there. I'm sure I just haven't seen it yet. Like, I'm I'm sure it's in yeah, my I just, skill thing. I, I just, like, haven't spent the time to be like, what does this skill do? And then what does this skill do? Right? Yeah. I just don't want you to call yourself an idiot. So I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe I, I'm wrong. No, I'm sh- I'm sure. Well, because like getting dropped. Because I'm never wrong. I get it. Know, but, you getting know. getting dropped into an, a high level MMO character has its like, great. I can go play all the brand new content if I want it. But also, it's a high-level MMO character. No matter it's what intimidating class, as fuck. there is a lot of fucking shit to track and do stuff. And it's so much easier to understand a class when starting at level 1 and being slowly introduced to more and more skills that you have, like, time to be like, okay, how does this one skill work? And I've got a couple levels before I get a new skill. Um, which is why I'm more inclined to believe that my issues with Gunblade, it might be Gunbreaker. I think Gunblade are with me, right? Because that's like, I'm even still, Samurai might just like vibe with me a bit more, but like, it's still a high level MMO class that I just like, can't seem to wrap my head around currently. 
Um, sure. So, you well, know. that's sort of that's sort of like the double-edged sword of la like the level boost stuff. Yeah. Um, just because you you dump someone into a character with all these abilities, mm-hmm. um, and then they don't know how to use the abilities properly, mm-hmm. and there I, is a... I, I appreciate that Final Fantasy fourteen hasn't like dumbed down classes because of that because like no it's because they've got warcraft has super smoothed it out like in retail there's like six seven eight abilities you use per class oh oh yeah at this point and like well at least at the beginning of uh battle for azeroth battle for azeroth yeah it was like everything was so dumbed down at that point in my opinion and i'm sure if anyone is still into retail they're gonna correct me on this but it just felt so dumb because like i played a warrior back in vanilla wow Mm -hmm. i played a warrior in burning crusade i played a warrior in wrath of the lich king i played a paladin at the end of wrath because they were overpowered as fuck and tanking was easy mode through the next three expansions i think Mm -hmm. um but man everything just seems so like smooth brain easy to play Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. well the final fantasy 14 does have the smith which is a thing that they recommend like it automatically recommended i go to which is like uh hey we're you've got like these are like duties that, that we're gonna teach you how to fucking play do combat and i stopped playing them I'm sure if I had continued, it would have gotten into here's what some of the Dragoon stuff does. But it was it was a lot of like, all right, here's how to avoid telegraphing like enemy like. this. Oh, it was like, here's just how to play the game. It was here. It was here's how to play the game at the beginning. I'm sure if I had continued just going through those, it would have gotten into higher level stuff. And I as I had gotten into higher level tutorials, right, because it was like. First, it just introduced me to like moving around while fighting. Then it introduced me to enemy telegraphs. Then it started to introduce me into, you're a DPS. This is what you should be doing while another friend is tanking, right? It started introducing like roles into it, um, into all that stuff, which I'm sure is super helpful to someone who's never played Final Fantasy XIV before and are getting in in Shadowbringers or you know insert new expansion pass or expansion for with their friends or whatever um but i was just so eager to like get into the heavensward stuff that i stopped um because i was just like i know all this sure. i know how to i know the basics of mmos i and i've been playing final fantasy 14 for like 60 some odd hours i'll just yeah. i'll just go do something else and i'll figure it out myself um i wish there had been a way to like skip or g- give me like a list of tutorials that I could have played through on this Smith that have been like, right. here's your level 50 skills. Here's your level 60 skills. Here's your level 70 Dragoon skills. And then we're going to tell you what they do. Um, and there might be something in there like that. I just haven't done a whole lot of looking for it. So yeah, or just had it. like a, like a thing where it was, I know how to play the game. And then it just gave you like class specific, like the yeah. class you boosted specific yeah. tutorials, yeah. you know? um yeah 100 uh so who knows 
it's just like that's a that's a very it's a very double-edged sword as you said getting into super high level mmo stuff without fully grasping the class you're playing like had i picked had i picked a fucking black mage boosting 20 levels in a black mage probably i probably would have been totally fine sure because i've been playing a black mage for 60 hours um but yeah I mean, I, I do want to go on record saying I think level boosts are a super good idea. Oh, yeah. Just oh, because yeah. of the, the, the nature of a game. Yes, right? 100%. Like, it's an MMO. You want to play with other people. Yeah. If all your friends are super ahead of you in the game, you're never going to want to, want to start playing the game. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially in something and, like Final Fantasy fourteen, which has what? It's on their fourth, fifth expansion right now? Sure. But so imagine that with like, wow right yeah oh yeah like if, if people are sitting here at you know what what's the level cap now 120 i think mm-hmm. you know and you got to start at level one granted in retail you get boosts and stuff and all that kind of crap but mm-hmm. the like the lower level you are like i think if you're two expansions back or maybe one expansion back i don't know you get you get a bunch more experience than you should mm-hmm. for doing stuff um to close the gap quicker, but but it's still a slog. To try you want to play games with your friends, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, and that's that's the whole thing. But yeah, um, I just wish they, I just wished they didn't dumb the game down as much as I feel they did with what? by with, putting with, in those level boosts with in in WoW specifically. WoW specifically. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it just everything and. You know, at the same point, that might just be because I've played a warrior for and a paladin for 15 years or however long that game has been out at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it isn't dumbed down and I'm just so used to how these classes are meant and supposed to play. Yeah. That it's just like second nature to me, right? Sure. Like maybe someone coming in boosting a warrior is still like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. It, so I don't know. I just I, I think there's I think there's ways to do that level boost um and keep it still keep still keep the game having a lot of like nuance to it, I guess, and like variability to it with the classes. Mm-hmm. Um and I think but, Final Fantasy XIV has circumvented that a little bit by tying level to class and not character. Exactly. Because if someone did want to start new, you could just drop down to some class you've never yeah, leveled exactly. or something you and could, level with them. You could drop down, or they could come up. Or if if right if something's happening and you're you are like, I've been playing a warrior or a paladin for fucking you know fifteen years. Is this game boring, or am I just like? Am I, have I just driven this class into the ground instead of starting a whole new character and having to boost it you could just fucking switch to a different class and be like oh no this game is still complex in its things I just had forgotten that because I was been playing the same class for uh, a long long time you know oh yeah and that's that's one thing that I've always loved about 14 over wow mm-hmm. is that wow you your your character is tied to a class mm-hmm. um and i can understand that from like a a character fantasy sort of sort of point right is like i made this character this character is a warrior right 
Sure. Um, and, and and like theoretically in Final Fantasy XIV, you could have this one character you have who is like max level in every single class, right? And it's like, all right, like so so it's like it's like sort of the thing where um I know you do D and D stuff. I don't really do D and D stuff, although I would like for you to <laughs> let me do more D and D stuff. Uh huh. Um, but it's like some dude showing up to. I follow like RPG horror stories on mm-hmm. uh, Reddit, um, and they talk about it's like a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons, like mostly dungeon masters talking mm-hmm. about their shitty groups they've DM'd for. Sure. Um. And it's like the one guy showing up to the party with like this totally broken ass fucking homebrewed character, right? Mm-hmm. When you're like, yeah, this is my Final Fantasy 14 character. He's max level in every single thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, bud. Like, but then I just think ratchet that back about 20% here. Yeah. And the, the difference there, I think, is that in even if you are in, uh, Final Fantasy 14 even if you are max level in every class, right? I think the only thing you're doing is you've made a lot of work for yourself, but classes all play like like the classes are all balanced and you can't break a class. Right? Sure. Right? Like like I'll just like this guy being level max level in every care every class and me being max level in one class well we're still the same max level in one of the classes right like we're we're still on equal footing yes because they can't like right because they can't be in the in, now, in a pvp though. situation right and the only way that we would be against each other in a pvp situation is if this guy was like flipping through classes left and right to fuck with me so- so is that possible? I believe um I don't think it is um but if if my recollection is correct and I know Mikey will correct me on this if it's wrong back in earlier days of Final Fantasy 14 you did have to you could get abilities from other classes that were then usable when you were in a different class okay so you could do a little bit of a deep dive into one class to get some abilities and then go back to your main class so those abilities were available to you. Okay. And that would give you an edge. Okay. Which which I don't think is necessarily wrong. Like you put in the effort for that, right? Yeah. Um that's yeah, that's less it, of a breaking the game and more of an exploiting the game. Right? Yeah, you're, I don't even think it's exploiting. No, the game. it's just you're I, playing. I think the, that, you're that's like how game. an RPG works, right? Yeah. Like in in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like people would want to like maybe well, get I, into this other class a little bit to get some abilities or whatever. Yeah, I don't that really is, know that, how Dungeons and Dragons works because you never let me play it. Okay, first off, <laughs> stop that. Uh, that's sort of how it works in mostly in Dungeons and Dragons. You a lot of it is up to the dungeon master um because they kind of decide what you can and can't do um uh, okay so like uh i generally as a dungeon master am very like whatever you want to do i will figure out a way to make it work unless it's totally broken and then we'll like we'll talk about it um but like so there's this there's multi-classing in dungeons and dragons where you can take 
uh, you get a character gets 20 levels in Dungeons and Dragons and you can if you have the correct stats can take other levels from classes right so I could be a level 15 character but I could be a level 10 fighter and a level 5 wizard for shits and giggles right so I'm still okay. level 15 but I have I have lower level classes right so it's almost Final Fantasy 14 but not quite yeah you can like you can like deep spec into one thing or you can become sort of this like jack of all trades yes so the the trade-off with multi-classing is that you get a wider set of abilities but you do not get to deep you do not get the high level abilities of any of the classes right because there are like very powerful high level abilities at 15 level 16 level 18 stuff like that that you won't get if you try and grab a like if you try to equally disperse classes, right? So if I'm a level 20 character and I wanted to be equal levels warrior and rogue, let's say, like fighter and rogue, well, I could only get up to level 10 abilities in fighter and level 10 abilities in rogue. So Sure, they, and you'd basically just be a shitty, like, Geralt of Rivia. Pretty much. Um, but so that would be like, yes, uh, you are more versatile in more situations because you have multiple classes, but you don't get some of the higher level abilities and that's how they sort of tried to balance it and that's how i play it uh but sometimes some of those combinations uh can can lead to some pretty broken characters depending on sure. depending on what abilities and subclasses you pick and stuff like that yeah i mean that makes sense but i've, I've always sort of liked the the idea of multi-classing and i don't think there's ever been a super successful mmo that has handled that well mm -mm. um not that i know of like i never winter nights was dnd themed right yeah that's based in the dnd canon sure and i i actually i know nothing about the game i don't know how it worked or if you could multi-class or anything like that i just remember but that I it was in the dungeons and dragons canon i don't remember if it was um never winter nights let's look let's yeah, look i mean it just like if that multi-classing could be done really well never winter allows... nights is not the mmo it isn't which one was the mmo uh, i th never winter nights was one it was like a Baldur's gate it's just called never winter okay never winter nights was the, like the like a Baldur's gate uh kind of a dealio yeah I mean, so all I'm saying is like multi-classing allows more, more like player agency, I guess, in my opinion, because mm -hmm. like you can, you can build, you can have these very highly customized sort of slightly varied characters from everyone else. Like it, it makes your character more unique. And when you're playing an RPG, and especially like a like an MMO RPG, right, where like there's potentially millions of other people playing this game, having that that even like small source of identity in that universe mm -hmm. is it's cool, right? It's interesting. It's like what an RPG is about, you know. Uh, to answer your small question, Neverwinter has no multiclassing. And apparently doesn't even really follow the D&D &D rule set. It's just an MMO set within 
the universe of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, well, which is a bummer, honestly. I need I need a game dev to just like yeah. real follow those D and D rules and let me multi class like an idiot. Thank you. That's that'd that, be great. Uh, I know, like games are really easy to make, right? Well, I mean, I, you, there's no like the game you're asking for is coming. It's so. called Baldur's Gate Three, right? Is that an MMO? No, but it's a game you and I can play together in which I'm sure we can multi-class. Okay, well, you know, I'll accept it. Nice. Before... So... Oh, no. go Please go on. Well, I was just going to say, I, I need to talk about your rampant problem with playing more and more rpgs i'm pairing finishing i'm an pairing them back all right a little bit because i am doing the exact opposite of you in uh-huh. the last week since we recorded <laughs> the last podcast uh-huh. i have rolled credits on two rpgs god damn it what'd you roll credits on buddy uh how'd you how'd you tell me to say this name now so that it's even more obnoxious shin shin megami oh, tensei shin Mega- x yeah, yeah. fire emblem tokyo mirage sessions sharp fe encore yep. did i get it yeah did i get all of it i would go instead Hell of yeah. x i'd probably say cross okay just to make it even longer yeah so was shin megami tensei cross fire emblem tokyo mirage sessions sharp fe encore yes <laughs> yeah so i finished that and you need to finish that uh-huh i do only only if just for the after like the credits roll scenes okay um so the 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 in-game ending uh-huh is super underwhelming uh-huh but this anime movie they play when you're flying up to the final boss dope as hell nice and the end game credits like bit they do is fucking rad okay yeah um and xenoblade chronicles 2 nice i was at the final boss i apparently just didn't know how to play the game properly Mm -hmm. because it took me well there's issues my game i beat it once the game crashed at a save point and shit Mm -hmm. and i had to go back five hours and do it again but nah it it was uh it's a good game yeah had a good ending um and yeah uh i need you to finish both of those so i can talk to you about it got it uh because because they are linked regardless of what anyone on the internet tells me i don't care they're Uh, linked perfect um i'm gonna throw you uh another i've started another rpg (laughs) you just said you just said you were pairing them back i am because i've replaced it i've replaced an rpg that's not pairing back. It's That's a, replacing. It's pairing my... back would pairing back would mean that you started another one and you got rid of two. That is pairing back, Aaron. Fine, I'll get rid of another one. I'll stop. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to live your nah. RPG. No, nah, because I do want to play games. But I am switching. I'm not playing Persona Three anymore, and I'm playing Persona Four because my Vita memory okay. card got here. And I do want to talk about that in a little bit. But then Austra- I haven't played Tales of Berseria in a while. So I don't know if I can really call that. I'm I'm like in the middle of playing it. 
So if okay. if I let every game I'm playing is three, it's Persona 4 Golden, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Final Fantasy 7. Are you still playing the original Final Fantasy 7? Yeah. I thought you stopped. I it's it's pretty off and on. But enough to where I'm like, yeah, I'm still playing it. See, I don't understand how you can juggle that many RPG games. Uh I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. It's just like if if I walk away from an RPG for too long, I just have I just start over. Okay, but what is the length of walking away for too long for like you? A month. Okay, yeah, no, I'm just like like I've absolutely played all of those within a month. Okay. Like I've I still think like I wouldn't do it because like I would just want to get to that next like story beat, you know. It's more, it's like, I don't know. I just have different, like, uh, cra cravings, I'll call them. Where it's just like, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm really in the mood for some Final Fantasy. I'm like, cool, let's, let's, let's continue on the train of Final Fantasy VII. Then that leaves, and I'm like, you know what? I could really go for some mindless stealth. So I, then I turn on some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to know what's up with Persona. So I play some Persona 4 Golden. Persona 4 Golden just started. Like, I just started this yesterday. But I'm like, yeah, nine, I mean, I'm like 10 hours in now. Like, I'm don't get me wrong. Maniac. I'm not trying to say the way you play RPGs is wrong by any means. Sure. I'm just saying it wouldn't, I don't think it would work for me. Sure. You know, like, I, I need that next story beat. I need to get to that next point uh -huh. in the story. And <laughs> I feel like getting invested in too many stories at once would just like torpedo See, here's the rest the thing, of my life is that two of these three games i am not invested in the story okay assassin's creed odyssey i know what happens i'm just playing it because i enjoy the gameplay and i love the world and all that final fantasy 7 i pretty much know what happens like i know where we're headed the only game yeah. that i'm actively invested in the story is persona 4 okay I'll, I'll give you i'll and, give you a pass and then, that's I the guess. one where i'm like that that one i do fine i i right now like i'm itching to go back i'm like because and we can get into this i was playing persona 3 fez where i was emulating on ps2 a ps2 emulator and i was liking it but it wasn't clicking for some reason and i was like why why isn't this clicking why don't i feel the need to like really like tear into this and go back like i was doing with the original persona 5 and persona 5 royal because both of those i was like i have to i have to play them like i just need to keep going back and i was worried that persona 4 was going to be the same as persona 3 and that i wasn't gonna like i was like yeah i like it and i'm gonna play it but like eh. uh but i think the thing is i figured it out and it's the the ideas of all the persona games are cool but persona 3 does not have a good story hook for me personally okay so like the idea persona 3 is persona 3 the one where you shoot your set it yeah. yourself in the head uh -huh. to someone personas yeah so all, okay. a lot of persona 3 is dope the music's dope the atmosphere is dope the uh like the style is really fucking cool the setting is cool but the 
like so you are a, a student that shows up at this high school and you become a part of this after school club called C's. And then your job is to stop the shadows from attacking people during this thir- uh, like 25th hour, like 13th hour called the dark hour, where it's this oh, weird okay. extra hour during the night. That like So it's not, the point isn't to get degrees? No. What? Because C's get degrees. God damn it. All right, whatever. Uh, I'm li- I'm leaving that. <laughs> and there's this like uh, there's this tower called Tartarus, and you have to climb the tower. All of that's okay. dope. All of that is an awesome fucking like like idea. But they give me no real reason to climb the tower, and no real reason to care about what's at the top. Like you're like what's like, a degree? Okay, fucking <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> but so like they they like literally the the point of you being in the tower is because it's there. And they say that outright. They're like this tower showed up and we're going to go look at it. And they've given me in 15 hours or almost 20 of what I played of Persona 3, they give me no other reason as to why I'm entering this tower. And I was like, "Okay. That's okay." <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I'll just enter the tower then. Like, okay, it's you're like, give me a little bit of exposition here yeah. about why I should care about this. And then the like, so Persona games from three onward work on the calendar system, and they're very like, uh, um, like uh, time based in where you usually have chunks of time to do certain things, right? So in Persona Five, you had a certain amount of time to clear a palace before something bad would happen. You get expelled. Uh, photos of you would get leaked on the internet that were like incriminating, um, like other stuff like that. Um, in Persona Three, you have to do. You have there uh, a, a large shadow will appear every full moon. So the but the that's not linked to how far you get in the tower. It's like, this is just going to happen. And you just go in the tower to train for this encounter in a, in a, like end of the next full moon. And that's it. So and I'm like, okay, why do I care? Is there, is there any reason to get to the top of the tower? I don't know. They haven't given me one in like fucking 15 hours. <laughs> Cause it's there basically, and I'm like, oh. so it's like it's like reverse mementos, but with no point. Yes. Okay. So far, neat. I'm sure there's a point. I'm sure there's something at the tower. It's gonna happen, but they haven't told me. They haven't given me a clue as to what that is. And I sure. like because like at the beginning of Persona Five, right? They dangle that like. uh they kind of get over that hump of well what's the point by making it all flashbacks and you so it, like you're you are recounting your story to say Nijima the prosecutor after getting captured and that's their like carrot at the end of the stick going well yeah you, like all this shit has to matter all of this has to matter because be- I'm being questioned about it yeah and because it, it's, it, it culminated in me being stuck here talking to this prosecutor yeah and it you're all you know that you're leading up to something you assume big because you've been caught and are being interrogated and like you know shit's about to go down 
once you get to that point so it gives you a level of like oh well i want to know what happens next because i want to know how we get there and and listen it's all big as fuck it's and awesome it's great it's fucking cool and the and the new semester is great it's fucking dope and we and, will be talking and, about uh there will be a spoiler cast out with cam Koenig from uh nes pod we're recording that on Monday. and and maybe somebody else who i'll talk to you about after this podcast okay uh, i just want to run an idea by you okay uh, but that's what's different about Persona 4 is that Persona 4 immediately has a fucking great hook. And it's that you show up, that you you are a transfer student, you show up at this town, it's all fine, and then somebody gets murdered. And you are now looking, you are using Personas and this realm inside of this, like, this other realm to figure out who the murderer is. That's a, alright, cool. Fuck yeah, I, I, You've hooked me. Already leagues better than Persona 3 in terms of like, I want to know what happens next. And then like, what's like, who is it? It's a very great murder mystery. Which I think mm -hmm. is like, cool. Nice. You've given, you've given me the carrot on the stick of like, I want to know who's been killing these people. But I don't like, I was just worried that it was going to be another like, I don't care who's at the end of this who what what's at the top of this tower. I was worried that it was going to be something like that, but the murder mystery aspect is cool and I dig it and it's I'm expecting lots of cool twists and turns and I'm here for it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm excited for you to be excited about playing RPGs. I just, you know, really just want you to finish one button. I finished fucking I've <laughs> <laughs> finished uh, I finished more games this year than I did at all last year. So already I'm I'm fine. Like I'm good. Yeah, I you don't got to defend yourself to me. I'm defending myself to myself. Also to you a little I bit. I mean and also given... I literally just accused you yeah. of something. So a little bit to a little bit to you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel cuz I've finished I was having this conversation with uh Emmett on Twitter. He was like, I've finished less game. I've finished. He's like, you finished like four game, five games this year. And last year at this point, I'd finished 10. And I was like, dude, I finished two games last year and I finished four this year. So uh, already I've doubled <laughs> my completed games versus last year because I don't I play a lot of RPGs and I don't finish a lot of them. I don't <laughs> also like who cares if you finish a game yeah like, I'm kinda... in, the, in the grand scheme of things hear me out as long as you played as long as you played the game mm -hmm. for as many hours or percentage of finishing the game as you did and you enjoyed it mm -hmm. who gives a shit if you finished it no i would you never had a good time you enjoyed it yeah no i'd say like the time like, well spent yeah most i would i don't like consider any of the games i played last year that i didn't finish like wastes of time right like I was like, cool. I got what I wanted out of it, and if I can, if I want to go back and finish it, I'll go back and finish it. Um, but uh, I, but basically, like, I'm good. Or I got distracted by something, and then I realized, oh, I really don't care about finishing this game or whatever, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I just I don't want you measuring yourself by how many games you finish. I want you to measure yourself by the amount of enjoyment yeah. you've derived from playing games. There are you know? some games that I like 
don't feel like I have to finish, but know that I want to finish. Like Persona 4 is going to be one of them. Where I'm like, I'm going to finish this because uh, I want to talk to like Cam about it and, you know, um, Mikey about it and all this stuff. And I know that I'm going to like already I'm enjoying it. And I know I'm going to enjoy it more because Persona 3 felt too far removed from Persona 5 and what I wanted out of a Persona game. Like a lot of the stuff that I loved out of that was missing in Persona 3 because it's older. It's like 2006 or whatever the fuck. Um, but Persona 4 Golden is recent enough that it feels like a brand new Persona adventure I haven't played yet, which I'm like, gets me all excited because I've played Persona 5 like nine times. Oh yeah. That's not true. For sure. I've played it probably three times, but whatever. Uh, it's just, it's, it's now like, more of what i want out of persona because there's there are some cool stuff and i have uh some uh post-it note about what i like about here and i've already talked about the the good hook uh it iterated on one of what i thought was persona 3's cool things but it didn't go far enough which is called shuffle time so in persona 3 and 4 you do not negotiate with enemies to get personas you get them via cards yeah we don't negotiate with terrorists yeah we don't negotiate with terrorists so in persona 3 it was a uh flip of all the cards they showed you all the cards they flipped them over then they switched them around and you had to pick one and that's what you got in uh this one they show you all the cards and you get to pick one but some of them might give you the ability to pick multiple for a price like you can pick two more cards but your money is halved for this fight right like uh instead of getting 400 yen you get 200 but you get to pick two more cards if you do that enough right so like say there are four cards out one of them's a persona the other one's an exp boost one of them is the two more cards for half money and then another one says like you get to pick another card but it's one of them switches to an arcana card or a skill card or whatever so i grab the two have the money grab the other one that gives me another pick and so eventually i can pick all of the cards and that's called a sweep and you get a bunch of like you get bonus experience from the next fight and you start with more health or something and you just get a bunch of more stuff for sweeping the deck is what it's called and that gave what was an annoying feature of trying to get personas in persona 3 into a really cool mini card game in persona 4 yeah that i was for like sure that sounds great i was like this i just want to play that card yeah game. i was like this fucks i'm about this uh because it gives a little more like the cards that might switch right so you can pick another you can pick two more cards but one of these is going to switch into a card you're like do i grab this card because this key that i'm this key card that i might need right like it's a card that will turn into a key for some chests might switch to a persona that i already have right so i might lose out on this key in my efforts to sweep the deck um it's a mm -hmm. it's a cool enough give and take if you care about like if you care about some of the stuff i can see it and uh, mikey and i were talking about this earlier it's very easy to abuse it 
and just like make the game really easy um which i'm probably not gonna do because i don't like i can't i was like i don't care enough about sweeping the deck all the time but i'm like nah just give me the key card i don't i don't want anything else or just give me the xp bonus i don't care about everything else but uh it turned something sure. that it turned something that i didn't like into persona 3 into one of my favorite parts of persona 4 which i'm very down with this is a very cool and that's like that's like how games should work yeah is the new version of the game should make yeah bad versions of the previous one better right mm -hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna operate off the same system mm -hmm. you know continual improvement yeah and then the so i i obviously i don't have the full party yet but well like the full cast i have a full party but um the trio so each game has like their trio so i'd say the main character uh, and then Ryuji and On are the trio of Persona 5, right? Those are who you start with, besides Morgana, but, like, that's your, like, trio of friends, for the most part. You're all, like, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Uh In Persona 3, it's the main characters, Junpei and Yukiri. Yukiri? Yuki? I don't know. I don't remember. Junpei and Yuki are, are lame. I don't like them. They're just, I'm just like, okay. Wow. I, they're just, I, they are, I have been given no reason to be interested in either of them in Persona 3. I find like the other characters that you interact with a whole lot less, a whole lot more interesting. Like there are two upperclassmen, uh, Ma, uh, Masuki. I don't know her. The, she's like a student council president. And then Akihiko, he's like a boxing champion he does like your school's boxing championships though they're both fucking cool and i like them your same class friends nah they're lame but your friends in this one whole lot more interesting and i'm down with them a whole lot more one your boy's name is yosuke and then uh chie they're both dope i like them so i just think character interactions are a lot better in this game than they are in persona 3 yeah and i mean that's what you love yeah i you you, you live, love them character I interactions. live for character interaction if your game doesn't have enough character interaction i will immediately not play it like uh so nate from nes pod nathan brandt friend of the show he and i were talking and i was like he and i are very opposite and he's like your game how like i don't give a shit about the story the gameplay's got to be good and i was like i don't give a fuck about your gameplay like if your story's not good i will not play it <laughs> like i nate, nate call me i'm on your side I, like i have to be interested in your characters for me to want to play your game no matter how good your gameplay is like that's just like i don't know what it is about me but like i would so much rather play through a game that has shitty gameplay but the story's really great than play through a game that has really good gameplay but the story is garbage See, but I don't think it's ever that black and white, right? It is. It's called Naughty like, Dog Games. What? Naughty Dog Games. Okay. Their like, their stories are really good, but their gameplay is absolute garbage. Yeah, I mean, okay. I I think on average, sure, it's never that black and white. Well, right? it's like, um, it's why and I like, don't. It's why I care about like Hades. 
mm-hmm. is a, is is a, is very solid in its gameplay and all of this. But what keeps bringing me back is the cool character moments between the son of Hades, his name I cannot remember right now, and the gods that give you the boons and stuff like that. The gameplay is good, and that is also bringing me back, right? And why won't the first Fury fucking date me? All right. Why is there not romance paths why? in that yeah, game? No, absolutely. But I you know, enjoy the this bullshit. I, en- I assume <laughs> she's like a jilted lover. Sure. And like we've had a history. Yeah. And oh, that's I, why oh, yeah. she like doesn't want to talk to me all the time, even though I keep giving her fucking gifts mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And my dad won't even talk to me in that game. I give him gifts and he's like, oh, what the fuck you? And I'm like, come on, bud. Dude, I just gave you a gift. Mm-hmm. Why are you being mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. God, fuck Hades. I just like, I just like character stories. And it matters a lot to me in a video game. Because I found my favorite character stories within video games. So if your game no, that's fair. doesn't, if your game's character stories don't interest me, I'm not going to come back and play it. Like, that's just my taste and general. I mean, I do think that's super reasonable. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think gameplay is also very important. Oh, <laughs> I, okay. Yes. I want to say. And I'm almost not, like, like I, I will, st- I have stopped playing games because the gameplay is just so trash mm-hmm. that I'm just like, okay, like, nah, I'm sorry. I love it, but I can just watch all your cutscenes and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. You know, and I will say that like, like I want the game to work. Right. And I want like, that's like. I feel like there's a base level of what I'm talking about where like like for as for as for as like bad as I hate like moving around in Naughty Dog games like they work right and they're like fine yeah but it's not the reason I'm going there and I find that most of the time the reason I'm showing up for a video game is not because of the gameplay oh for sure like Like, I I've no one's ever recommended a game to me been like the gameplay in this is so tight that I've played it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's never mm-hmm. been a an enticing piece to me. Mm-hmm. The- but I have had people recommend games to me and being like, the story in this is so good. And I've just been like, I can't. Mm-hmm. The gameplay's not sure. good. Like it's, it's just not rewarding. It's tedious. It's XYZ, whatever other reason, you know, and it's just like I'm not I'm not gonna struggle through a game sure to experience a story. The the closest I've gotten to preferring a like a game based purely on its gameplay is Destiny because the shooting in that is so much fun. But also I love the lore and the world of Destiny so much that I think that kind of like that's might be the bigger reason I come back is because it's such it's such absolute bonkers bullshit that I love (laughs) oh yeah right like there's a secret pyramid of darkness hidden beneath the moon yeah absolutely sign me up right like it's yeah dude moon's haunted moon's fucking haunted uh so that right uh, like I was I was going before Destiny's story got good I was saying that the gameplay was bringing me in because I didn't want to be like, well, the little tiny pieces of lore that you got were like really interesting to me. And that's why I keep playing. Um, 
I was like, the gameplay's fucking great. And it is great. The gameplay's fucking amazing in Destiny. They've got that shooting down to a fucking science. Um, but also, I'll watch... Yeah. I just love... I just love story. <laughs> is what this fucking 20-minute conversation turned, it, turned into. Is Aaron loves story a whole lot. Well, yeah. I mean, like... We both do. You can't have an RPG without Abs a story. You're right. Right. Well, absolutely like, what's not. the point of an RPG if there's no fucking story? Well, because well, you know? I okay, I guess I should, I love characters character interaction and how characters work in a story. That's my favorite part. And I think you can absolutely have an RPG with minimal character interaction. Uh side uh fucking case in point, Octopath Traveler. I was so bummed by Octopath Traveler. Because, mm -hmm. like, they they were like, it's eight people, and they've all got their own stories, but they're all experiencing together. And I'm like, these characters talk twice. <laughs> like, your yeah, group well, of and your party talks a whole, like, four times. And I'm like, that's... Come on. There was, there was an old PlayStation 1 game called uh, Saga Frontier. Mm -hmm. Um... And I believe it worked a very similar way to Octopath Traveler, mm -hmm. where, and I, I still own this game because as a kid, I was too stupid to figure it out. And so I've always kept it uh -huh. as like, eventually I'm going <laughs> to fucking play this game and beat it. Uh -huh. And so I still have this goddamn game, but I have no way to play a PlayStation game now. So that's caused a problem. Sure. Um, But... You could like choose from these many different characters of who you started as. And as you go through, you can get all these other party members, some of them being the other characters you could choose to start with, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. um, and it, there's like no character interaction that I remember in that game. It's just like you get these characters, but you don't like learn anything about the characters you pick up. Mm -hmm. You only learn about that main character's story. Yeah. And it's like, mm, okay. It's why I hate it when and this is part purely personal uh the word filler in anime is used a lot as a derogatory term where it's like oh that that show's got a lot of filler right which is uh mm -hmm. in relation to if anybody doesn't know that's relation to stories that are uh come out that aren't in the manga uh that an anime is usually based off of that don't really drive the plot forward right that's usually what's what what is considered filler because usually oh, the I, I thought you were going to talk about people charging up in dragon ball z no no <laughs> what you've never you've never seen like uh the the shit about dragon ball I've z and how never like, watched the, the memes about how it takes like oh, a fight yeah, that should take one, one yeah, like yeah. 20 minutes takes like, like three episodes five six episodes yeah. uh no i'm talking about like like side stories and small arcs that aren't in the manga that don't like quote unquote don't amount to anything right they don't nothing happens i love filler because it gives it it's it's just giving me more character interaction of characters that i enjoy right like it's you're just giving mm -hmm. you're just giving me more of the i don't understand why people don't like it if it's okay asterisk if it's well written i understand if you dislike a, an arc because it's poorly written but i think that's just that can be from the manga or not i don't think that, that, that i don't think that's filler <laughs> a filler problem i think that's just like a shitty writing problem 
but like sure i i just think there's like a point where it can get tiring if that makes sense like sometimes people just want to finish the game finish that main story and wrap it up you know and it, i don't think it's necessarily that filler's bad it's just i'm talking strictly an anime oh okay strictly an anime well, i'm talking about that i don't watch anime because i'm not a fucking weeb oh bro okay okay i also do watch anime so like um i was just gonna <laughs> point to the fact that you beat tokyo mirage sessions <laughs> which is a very good game it's a very and good game. nothing yeah. like anime nothing like anime nope not at Name all Name one thing about that game that's like anime. it has anime cutscenes right now do you want to do you want to <laughs> cut this episode and start a new one and let's argue about this nah let's go um i just like if if you enjoy the characters and you enjoy the story then then it just because it wasn't in the manga doesn't mean it's bad like it, like who cares if it who cares if it if we're if we're like if it doesn't really what have a lot to do with like the main plot of the anime like i don't know you're allowed to tell side i think stories. what you're trying to get at here is that world building isn't bad yes but also you're allowed to just have new lore and add lore and flesh out a universe and make it more whole yeah you know like there's something wrong with i that. think this i think this exact scene is is filler i don't think it was in the manga but it might have been because i wasn't reading the manga at this time but there is a point post uh in one of the seasons of my hero academia where the kids move into a dorm because like they've been like the school has been attacked enough that they're like we need to keep the students here so we can protect them so they move them into a dorm system and one episode is devoted entirely to the kids have like a don't like they show off their rooms right if that was in the manga i'd be very surprised because that's like classic like filler uh thing where it's like it's a little competition mm -hmm. and all the kids but it gives such great character interactions between the students that i'm like this episode's like one of my favorites and i'm curious to know if it's in the manga or not but it feels very filler-esque like that feels like something that they were like we are caught catching up with the manga too quickly so let's put in an episode about uh their dorms exactly or like my hero does it really well where it's like we're gonna instead of spend the time like of filler doing whatever we're gonna devote it to the secondary characters that get a little bit of a spotlight but let's give them their own full episodes and really like flesh out their characters a bit. I'm like, yes, look it. It's not bad, people. It's character interaction, goddammit. Mm -hmm. You know what that sounds like to me? Cause we I should shut up. It sounds like it sounds like we should talk about this great new RPG coming out, released today when we're recording this of shark rp or it's called man eater but it's basically oh, that, shark RPG. yeah that's like uh it's like gta but and everyone should play it it's gta but you're a shark it's an action rpg it's gonna be dope i'm sure there's a shitload of character interaction because yeah. you're a shark and everyone else are humans so there's probably a bunch of character interaction uh -huh. aaron's gonna love it you know that but play man eater please play man eater 
That sounds like. And that's all I had to say about right. that. I was literally waiting for you to ask that question <laughs> so I could bring up Man Eater. Uh, this has been the end of a podcast. Football. Yeah, it's the end now. The end. So we're in the end times. We're in the end game now. So, if you like what you're listening to, go ahead and like, comment, rate, subscribe, do whatever you can do on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Go ahead and rate us on iTunes. Give us one of them cool starry rates. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a half star, maybe a five star, anywhere in between. Uh, let's check us out on Spotify. We're on a lot of podcast services. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Scoot Gang Tweets for all the latest and greatest from Scoot Gang. Uh, check out our Discord. As I said at the beginning, we play lots of games together. Uh, we hang out and chats a lot just for chilling and getting some of that social interaction that you can't get right now. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, check out Monday's episode of Scootcast. Um, check out previous episode of Scootcast. Scootcast is fun. And uh, after that Tuesday, there'll be a new episode of Disney Plus Us. Um, go check out a couple weeks ago, we launched uh, our latest episode of indie spotlight talking about air which is a cool game from a cool indie studio so you go check that out if you want to watch evan do a cool interview about the game air and uh i think that's it so i want you guys to stay healthy stay sane stay inside and uh go play some video games <laughs>